Five on five in five. It is Wednesday, November 22nd. Thanksgiving Eve. Fletcher, Kelly, and Stephen here with you for the podcast. So it's been a lively morning, to say the very least. We a lot of Friday energy today. Very much so Friday It's energy. Wednesday. Keep in mind. Just don't, I don't want you to get confused. Yeah, don't think you missed out panic. on your turkey. Yeah. But it's still to come. <laughs> Were we talking about the toy? Let's talk about the toy. Okay, okay. so Rostin Reports. This podcast might go a little bit longer than all of them before combined. So Rostin Reports, he's our national consumer reports guy. He does a fantastic job. So they did the toys of the year. And one of them, what was it called? A cookies, monkeys. Cookies makery. Cookies makery. So the little oven. I thought it was an easy bake oven. Right. Steroids. Looks like that. It was not. It, it is a, yeah. And we don't need to give away what the trick is. But essentially, you mold this like substance Clay, powder. We're not sure into a, a mold, and you put it in the oven, and a stuffed animal with eyes and coloring and a face pops out. We were shooketh this morning, <laughs> Fletcher. I know you're like just coming into this conversation. Yeah, you guys have been have been hyped about this for a minute. There was screams. There were screams this morning. Because, and now we kind of have insight on how it works, and it makes sense. But also. Well, there are so many things I say, why, when I watch children's programming and look at children's <laughs> toys, but like why and the the use factor here is is low. Very low. I've been told it is one yeah. from a loyal viewer of ours. This is a really great test case of, so you want to be a television anchor? Because people don't think that you guys see this, Some if it's a national story, sometimes it's blind and you want to react like you're doing right now, but... Mm. You know, you've got things only, go off the rails. Two and a half hours, and you're very, very timely and scripted nope. in terms of what time you're allotted. So you have to oh, we let, contain yourself. We let things go off the rails. We Absolutely. were baffled. <laughs> so we both started researching how this thing functioned. Yeah, do you use it more than once? Is it warm? Like, is it an actual oven? Does it plug in? <laughs> so Battery? I have so many warm questions. <laughs> That, that could actually lead to, you know, hey, I've taken this bear out of the oven, fine. Let me, mom's cooking, let me take something out of the oven, and then they wind up burning in their hands. So, the hazard. hazard. Look at you. Yeah. Look at ahead. Thinking you, ahead, yeah. yeah. I'm not even a parent. We need to call so. a toy safety expert. Okay. Let's, anyway, we'll, we'll use that as a jumping off point to uh, the Rosslyn <laughs> Reports. Check it out at WLWT.com. They test and look at popular toys. And there were some good ones there. On were there were some good ones. And that some interesting just, points made as well. It just had a shooketh that for that one, moment. I. I'm going to say save your money, but that's my own it's my own opinion. And I don't have kids who can cry for things quite that way yet. Anyway, okay, let's talk about the forecast, y'all. We are heading into a very busy five days. We've got to get people either to places or to your house, traveling by road, by plane. There are turkey trots. There is shopping to be had. There are football, I mean soccer, games to be had, all of the above. So it's a crazy, 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 crazy handful of days. Thankfully, the forecast working out pretty well in our favor for us. If you're traveling to the Northeast, pack different. If you're heading to the South, you're going to have more similar weather than we're having, but maybe even a little bit warmer. So today, a high of 46. Rain has moved on out. So the gloom kind of hanging, but the rain has moved out overnight, hovering around freezing. Tomorrow, back into the 50s. No rain again. Same deal until Sunday. And the reason I don't usually try to bring up the weekend this early, but... Uh, Sunday is the big travel back day or leave a destination day. So that is our chance for rain and some other stuff, we'll say, because uh, I don't have the meteorological education to give you the specifics. But some rain and other stuff moves back in on Sunday. So that's good to know if you are traveling. Yes. And if, like you mentioned, if you're headed to the Northeast, pack a shovel. because They're getting inches of snow. Couldn't be us. Glad it's not us. Yeah. 
Anywho, let's get to the headlines. Five on five in five. Fletcher, our first headline, please. Oh, yes. The five stories that we're here for in five minutes on Channel 5. Uh, we're going to start with some major developments you might have been waking up to this morning out of the Middle East. At least 50 women and children being held hostage by Hamas in Gaza will be released. Yes, this is finally some good news after weeks and weeks and weeks of fighting. But back in early October, this all began. Finally, they have this agreement. So Israel is going to do a full air and ground assault stop for four days. It'll start at 10 a.m. local time. That's about 3 a.m. our time here, uh, Eastern Standard Time. And it's going to mark the first ceasefire since this all began. There are 240-ish hostages held captive in Gaza, including some Americans there, 25 countries really. But the deal's been approved by Israel's cabinet. Uh, Palestinian prisoners are likely going to be let go out of some Israeli jails. That's kind of an understood part of this deal. But you have to imagine over the next few hours leading up to the ceasefire, I'm sure there's still a lot of tension to what will happen. Will it be kind of a ease down in firing? Can we relax until then? Or is it going to pick up until this uh, 10 o'clock uh, moment hits? But it is nice to see that they've come to the table and started to at least talk about getting some of these people home. Bringing it closer to home for our second story this morning. New details have been announced about Monday night's senseless attack at a Dayton area Walmart. So we had this obviously yesterday. Uh, police are now saying a 20-year-old Dayton man, Benjamin Charles Jones, shot four people who were out at that Walmart. Um, you know, a lot of people doing Thanksgiving shopping, holiday shopping, all of that. We don't have the specifics on why those people were there uh, specifically, but we know it's a busy time at stores. So officials say three of the victims are now considered stable with one person still in critical condition. Officers say Jones was found dead on the ground with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. But of course, questions still remain as to why he carried out the attack. And um, we saw some of the body camera video from the officers on as they responded. They heard one additional shot. They find uh, the shooter then a few minutes later. Um, so obviously the FBI is going to look into his background, motivation, possible connections. Rachel Hersheimer went to the last known address for him. Uh, neighbors there said that they don't see people in and out of there very often. Most of them keep to themselves. So, um, yeah, still, still a lot of questions, obviously, about what sparked this to begin with, especially uh, at a very hard time for families to be dealing with as we get to the holidays. And our update yesterday morning from police uh, about 10, 1030 was that three were in critical. So it's good to hear that uh, they have been stabilized um, with just one person still in critical condition. If we hear a change on the, on the updates of those victims, we will have it for you on our website at WLWT.com. Uh, our third story this morning, another investigation into a shooting, this one in Kentucky and this one has been closed, Stephen. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate we have to go from one mass shooting story to right. the last one we really had that made big headlines, at least in our region. But this one, down in Louisville, you remember about seven months ago, April 10th, a 25-year-old entered the National Bank, Old National Bank in downtown Louisville, shooting and killing multiple people. All of them were in the same conference room um, that he had went into. Uh, but Louisville police say uh, he walked in, killed five co-workers, but he did it uh, surrounding political motives, surrounding gun control, surrounding mental health as well. So a, a, a unique situation here, but uh, that full 64-page report is up on WLWT.com if you kind of want to see uh, the conclusions that police came to in that investigation. But one of those killed was a Xavier grad um, as well. But um, you, know, you hate to have to go from one mass shooting to the next, but um, that's where we are. Yes, and uh, I feel like it's very rare for local police to fully handle a report like this. Um, so you you can, as uh, Stephen said, read what uh, LMPD had to say uh, with their findings, closing their seven-month investigation. 
Our fourth story this morning, we talked a little, a little bit up the top, interweaving uh, it with weather, um, but busy travel day, couple days with Thanksgiving, uh, obviously tomorrow, and then of course the return. Uh, so trying to keep the roads safe, that's the goal of state troopers all across the country this weekend, including in the tri-state area. Yeah, state troopers, local police departments, sheriff's departments, they're going to be all out. So be mindful of that. And today is a specific day of interest because it is Thanksgiving Eve. Um, it goes by all kinds of names. So Thanksgiving... Blackout Wednesday. Blackout Wednesday. Not one I had yeah, heard yeah. Back, back in my day. Back, so old. It was Thanksgiving <laughs> Eve. Um, yes. So, you know, they do. They are seeing an uptick in people involved or killed in drunk driving crashes on this day. Um, make a plan. You know, uh, I think this is a big time to have those conversations because it is fun to go back and see people. You want to go out. You want to see old friends. Maybe you all get together at the local bar. But you're doing that in a place that maybe you aren't living every single day. So you don't quite know the lay of the land of how to get back in the same fashion. You know, kids coming home from college, they're just used to either walking or uh, having an Uber that comes right away. Maybe you live in a town, there aren't a lot of Ubers. So it's going to be a busy night for those folks. Um, Do what I did back when I could go out on a Wednesday and that's have mom and dad plan to pick you up. Um, And maybe they'll take you through a drive-thru or two. You know, that's that's a nice perk (laughs) as well. It depends on how happy you are that you called them at that time. And at what time. Yeah, I tried to make it early enough that my dad wasn't too upset with me. (laughs) Um, But yes, so please be careful, be safe. The numbers do show that there is an increase this day. So we want everyone to have a good Thanksgiving. That is not a phone call anyone wants to deal with or hear on a Thursday of Thanksgiving. That's uh, that would be a terrible situation. So make your plan to drive sober get to the place where you need to get to home call rideshare spend the night somewhere that you need to with safely it's just we want everyone to have a good holiday season and rounding us out this morning uh he helmed fcc's turnaround last year led them to a supporter shield this year and now pat noonan has been named the 2023 mls coach of the year And Noonan, we trust, especially in this newsroom. Got a couple big Pat Noonan fans among our ranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, do remember, it's one of those things where you want to remember where this club came from. In their first fourteen uh, or their first three seasons in MLS, the Orange and Blue won fourteen combined matches. Noonan came in; they won twelve last year. Not only went to the playoffs for the first time, but won their first playoff match. This year, he oversaw just the ninth twenty-win season in MLS history post shootout era, uh, and he's also the second member of this year's club to earn an individual year in honor. Matt Miazga was named the Defensive Player of the Year earlier this month, and there's a chance for not necessarily a three-peat because there are a lot of a uh, lot of awards to give out, but a three-peat with uh, Luciano Acosta as one of the three finalists for MLS MVP that will be announced at a later date. They haven't announced the schedule like you see in baseball or, or the football awards. Um, so congratulations to uh, Noonan, who will, uh, he and the Orange and Blue will return to the pitch Saturday in the Eastern Conference semis against Philadelphia. Remember, the Union bounced FCC last year in Philadelphia, so FCC trying to return the favor this year. Yes, so uh, go watch the video. It's very cool. His family was involved uh, giving him the award, and he was kind of caught off guard by it a little bit. But as a man who is going for a championship, he was like, all right, let's focus. On to the next thing. We're on to Philadelphia. That's That's what we're doing. We are uh, on to Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's Kelly. That's Fletcher. I'm Steven. Uh, Thanks for listening to this extended podcast, which ran, what are we at? 11 and a half minutes, y'all. That's a record for us. Just thank the Christmas gifts. That's right. Tell yeah. us more about your, your holiday toys. The Thanksgiving I, Eve special. I need more things to get easily triggered about. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.